Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has the scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host Lloyd Phillips. Um, listen, it's a. I'm in a. I'm in a location here. I'm in a man cave right now. I'm located in a man cave at uh, my buddy Layton's house. Uh, thing about Layton, uh, he is a podcast listener, but it's important to tell you this because um, <laughs> I, I got him muted right now. He'll he'll speak up in a second. So what happened is is he thought uh, he was gonna. T- he was going to rig his room uh, with certain with certain things, uh, so I walk up here and Layton has uh, essential oils going because <laughs> apparently apparently he's a real believer. Uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna unmute his mic right now. He's a real believer in essential oils, and I don't know why. And by the way, also in the background, if you can see this on the video, there's a Swisher Sweets thing back here. 
and uh, I'm not, I, I don't buy lots of Swisher Sweets, but actually my whole cigar, the whole cigar world for me started with with Swisher Sweets, you know, and so, of course, that's my logo. So, uh, that's it. Leighton, how are you today? I am doing well. Yeah, Thank he, you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, he's doing real good. Um, now, I, let's just start with, with this and just be real. But for real, though, do you really like essential oils? Like, do you really believe? Like, like I, I know you hammed it up for me, but, like, do you really? So, after. Oh, gosh. So, this, like you said. This pause. I'm going to let you answer, but this pause tells me something. He's about to say something nerdy in belief. Tell me. So, after, like you said, I'm a listener. So, after I heard the essential oil just slander, um, I thought about texting you. Slander. Maybe a phone call. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it to his face. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it to his face. Um, so Lloyd's problem is I figured it out in my head when I was mowing uh, the other day. I'm while a, I was I'm, listening, I'm a pro mower by the while way. While I was listening to the podcast, because um, that's the episode I was listening to, and I said I think Lloyd's issue with essential oils is no offense to anyone, but he probably has only smelled or used cheap essential oils. There's there's certain tiers of you, essential oils that the, you need to purchase. The cussing that you're doing right now, <laughs> I, if I could call, if I could call my friend's wife right now and just you just drop that one line, you know, the one that really <laughs> that cures the flu and all that other stuff. She, there's, go ahead. I need to know what before I can slander what she sells. I need to know what brand it is oh. because it could be. I got a question. Okay, I got a question because I don't know. I just said essential oils suck because I think they do. They smell horrible. But but let me ask you. I didn't know there was different brands. Young Living is what she has. Crap. Oh yeah. So okay. So he uh, apparently, according to the way he just responded, uh, Leighton also thinks that uh, his essential oils cures the flu and coronavirus this, and everything else. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. They work. If you next time, because we're down the street, next time you say, you know, eh, I kind of feel like I'm f- flu like, you know, yeah, you hit my phone and I'm going to bring you some flu bombs that my witch doctor nanny puts in these capsules that you take. You take three capsules for about two, three days. Oh, well, uh, I got to swallow the essential oils. Yes, they are in capsules. Oh, gosh. Is- and I'm telling they work. I so this, this whole start this essential oils journey for me started because <laughs> it's literally, literally because I was like you and I made fun of my nanny. You know, I, I was like, Oh, these things don't work. You're wasting your money. You know, I call it witch doctor. Um, up until the point where I felt like I got hit by a I, bus. I call it medicine, man. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I got hit by a bus and she said, you know what? Just take these. Like I said, she calls them flu bombs. You'll feel better. And at that point, I was in bed for two, three days with a fever. Uh, I, I don't ever go to the doctor. I don't take medicine. So I said, you know what? I'll try them. Right. I try them. I just take three. And uh, a couple hours later, I'm like, man, I, I kind of feel I'm not 100%, you know, but I'm at least 40. And so then I take the, another dose, three more, and a, another couple hours. I'm like. I think I can get up, walk around, take a shower, and then. You know. All right. How long had you been sick already at that point? No, no. It w- it had only been maybe a day or two, 
Yeah. But it was like, no, don't say, oh, it ran its course. No, I was still running a fever. My fever had not broken. By the way, his nickname's Placebo Layton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell me about these sugar pills, Layton. They're not sugar pills. Oh, by the way, I decided, uh, I got a chain on. Uh, first of all, I got a Marcus King, a Marcus King band. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're great. I, I have spoke about them before. And I got this chain on. And I, I knew when you put it on me, it had some weight to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I didn't know I was really rocking this uh, gold chain, which is really good uh, for the Lifetime Spot. 100%. You needed it. It was needed. It was time. Uh, I had been listening. Um, I've seen, and I said, I don't know why he doesn't have a chain on. Yeah, yeah, we're going big. Yeah, so anyway, I, anyway, I got this gold chain on, it, and I feel pretty fancy about it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the lights should be hitting it. Um, yeah. rather well, so, yeah. so so the watchers should be able to see. Yeah, uh, you can see, see the chain. Yeah, tell your friends. Look at this. Uh, two chains. Tell your friend. Um, so, I mean, outside of what you just said, does your family use use it religiously? No, hey, I mean your immediate, like your family, your yes. immediate family. Like, yeah. So my wife, you know, she has a headache. Boom, peppermint. You th- my daughter. <laughs> My daughter, my daughter doesn't feel good. We're putting RC thieves, lavender, and yeah. her diffuser. She has her own diffuser in her room. You said peppermint, peppermint. Yeah, like you I'm, got a, a I'm gonna get peppermint. this. I'm getting this Brock's candy here, and I'm gonna take it. Should be good. No, you just put dabs right here. I do that with Vicks. Okay. Oh, so oh. Let me tell you something about Vicks. Almighty, Almighty Lloyd doesn't believe in essential oils, but Vicks can cure cancer. Oh, bro. Let, let me tell you this. I, I, this is a, kind of a weird thing maybe to say, but um, when I get sick, there's like a little bit of happiness. I, I never said this. It's real though. There's like a little bit of happiness. Like when I get the cold or uh, when the flu's already there, you got it because I know I get to put Vicks in my nostrils and it's going to be <laughs> awesome. We go, well, cause you can't No, I like it. Cause I like it, but you can't put Vicks in your nostrils just on a regular day because <laughs> you if you do, can't. it like dries you out. You're going to end up on that show. Like my strange addiction where well, I don't, I don't eat the Vicks. <laughs> well, there's not only eating. I've seen some pretty, uh, pretty funky ones that we're not going to talk for, about on the podcast for smells. Like they have it for smells. I don't know about smells, but the I'll, I'll keep it clean. There was a guy that was attracted to his car. Um, nah, I watched that. That's, that's I know it's scripted, but I'm saying, you know, if you continuously every day put Vicks up your nose, you're going to end up on the show. And make out with your car? <laughs> no, you're just going to be the weird guy who loves Vicks up his nostrils. There was a, what, uh, I, I got to be honest, I, I watched the show before, uh, well, My Strange Addiction, mm-hmm. right? I watched that show, and because... I thought that it would, uh, I don't know, man. There was something I, I noticed uh, on a preview. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I can't watch shows like that because uh, I don't remember if the lady was eating dryer sheets or whatever she was eating. I, I can't, it makes me mad. It makes me not like the people. 100%. Because I, I watch it, and, I, and I'm just confused by what they're doing. I'm like, why are, you, why are you doing that? It seems very, I think that you may feel that way because I agree. I think that they want attention so bad. that So the weirdest one that I think that I've seen, or not, maybe not the weirdest, but the most annoying to me was this lady who loved the taste of air freshener. So she would get Febreze, not a sponsor, and... Just spray it directly into her mouth and just drink it. And 
in I I, I don't want to misquote, but like the stat on how many bottles of air freshener she was going through per day was uh m- more than five. It's not toxic. Yes, and she so she worked at this furniture place allegedly. And she would be walking hold around. On, hold on. Just because you said allegedly. Like, like, like that's a job like, listen. Yeah, I square air freshener on my mouth. There's no way I got this furniture job. Like, no way. It's just, it just seems to me like, okay, oh, yeah, like, I'm so You sure. square air freshener in your mouth and you and sell you, furniture. And you have a job. That's a lie. No, so she'd go around. This is why I said that. So yeah. she would go around. And she was the person who uh, sets up the, the displays in the furniture stores. And it showed her and she said, oh, yes, I have several hidden locations that I keep these bottles of uh, air freshener. So she would be, you know, adjusting a pillow and then boom, just whip out a can of Febreze and be like, and then stuff it back into her hiding spot. So then nobody else would see. Really? Yes. Uh, you know, like, here's what you don't know about me is that um, if I buy some mints or whatever, at the store, I say this every time. <laughs> every time I'm, I don't like purchase them often, but when I do, I buy mints at the store and I put them in my mouth. And every time I'm like, I have the freshest breath in town right now. I say it every time. She's, and that's if you like the 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 um, the smell of spearmint or mm. peppermint or whatever mint. She's got to have some nice smelling breath. No, she's honest. putting tropical beach just right on her tongue. I mean, if you like Febreze, yeah, it's like my grandma. I, I probably shouldn't say this. I, I, I mean, whatever I'm just saying, but uh, I would go to my grandma's house when I was a kid and in the bathroom my whole life, it, they had air freshener. The air freshener smells worse than the product. 100. It's disgusting because then there's that mixture and it's like, I can't, I can't get it out of my head. I don't know why people would do that. It's only my grandma. We, we never had that at, my mom and dad's house at all growing up my grandparents had the same thing uh not at home uh when you're at home you turn on what we called we're in oklahoma we call it the fart fan <laughs> you turn on the fart fan and when you get out of the bathroom you turn it off you know i mean wait like right when you walk out you turn it off because uh, well, then i think it's well, like still floating around no, it depends on the damage of what you just did <laughs> so <laughs> You're like, hey, don't go in there. The fart fan's still on. No, no, that's the thing. So if someone left it on, then you would be able to hear it, and then you knew, okay, you know, we're not going to go in there for a little bit. But if somebody turned it off after, I mean, then you just walk into the bathroom. <laughs> if, if it wasn't on, then they were like, okay, I feel like Leighton felt like uh, it was okay. <laughs> like, but eventually you'd you'd build a reputation in your own family We're like, Leighton said it's okay. It ain't no, okay. don't go in there. I'm not doing it. I don't. Yeah. Well, we didn't. We, that's just not a thing that we had. Uh, I'll tell you this, and I don't even know why we're talking about. I, I don't even know not, how we got. Not, to I this. don't know how we got into poo, but I'm gonna. Uh, my and I probably shouldn't say it, but what my grandma would come to my same grandma, the mm-hmm. same grandma that had the 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 spray. She would drive around on yard sale days. By the way, I live in a town of, I grew up in a town of like 1,500 people. Her house at any point in the town was exactly the same distance to my house. I mean, it's like, it's not, it wasn't like it was far. You had to drive like a, a half yeah. more mile, 30 more seconds, you'd go to your house. Yeah. On yard sale days, she would knock on the door. She didn't even hang out. Like, it wasn't like the grandma who would just hang out. 
she would knock on the door like, Hey grandma, what are you doing? She's like, Oh, nothing. And she would go and use the bathroom and be like, okay, we'll see you guys (laughs) and leave. She did that my whole childhood. Like it was, I'm I'm not playing. If it was yard sale day and she'd pull up with my aunt Darlene, they'd pull pull up and uh, she's like, Oh, I got to pee. And the, and the, if she had to take care of her business, nice to see you grandchildren. I got some collecting to do. Yeah. Your house, your house was 52 yards closer <laughs> than my house. So I, I, I came here. Maybe it was something about the toilet. I don't know, but we didn't have the spray. So I don't know why she wanted sure. to come over. Same, uh, uh, the same spray is probably still in the bathroom right now. <laughs> like right now. I, I, I mean, I mean, my grandma's no longer here, but my grandpa is. I guarantee some of that spray still in the bathroom. Yeah, if I visit my um, my grandpa, he lives in Mounds. His house probably, I mean, we talked about this earlier. I'm 28. Um, my whole life, I don't think I've seen one, and he's by himself. I don't think I've seen one thing change in that house the, yeah. the entire time. The same bathroom, the same brand of uh, bar soap. Uh, we finally got him to get liquid soap and a loofah. Yeah. And that's only been within the last five years. What did he it, say, though? It changed his life. <laughs> he was totally against it. I don't need this. I need a wash rag. And oh, notice yeah. I said wash. It's oh, not wash. Oh, j- go ahead. Go, go ahead. It's no. a, a wash rag and a bar soap, and that's it. And he would get so mad at us when we would take a shower and not use it we wanted we brought our you know yeah. body wash and used it and he gets so offended because he didn't think it worked just like you think my essential oils don't work well that's exactly I'm not saying, the same I'm just, no it's exactly the same you're not gonna turn me though like it's not like you're gonna be once like, you have a cold or you have another sore knee Gen- or a tweaked back i'm gonna whip up a concoction well, that'll whip you into shape you'll be mowing my, the whole block my wife yeah. my wife brought home essential oils one time and put it in the house and i yeah. and i walked in the door i'm like what in god's earth is that smell it kind of smells like every old it, people's home it's but like yeah oh, it's essential oils i'm like essentially get it out because it's disgusting <laughs> is what I, is what i said what did you say? oh yeah you said wars uh my wife's mom to this right now she says wars 100 you guys you got any clothes i need to wash mm-hmm but it's like so heavy on the R that it doesn't even make any sense why you would say, you need to wash your clothes? Do you think in their head, when we say wash and they say wash, they're hearing wash? Well, they're hearing wash because we say wash. <laughs> no, but I hear wash because no, when they're saying it, do they think that they're saying wash just normal and it's coming out a wash? Listen, I don't know. I'm going to tell you a story really fast. Like, I don't, I don't, I was on a job site a long time ago. Um, and there was this kid and he said, uh, can't wait to get home. He's like, I, he says, what is exactly what he said? Can't wait to get home. I'm going to put these 24s on my Bruick is what he said. He said, Bruick. Goodness. Buick, right? But he said, Bruick. Yes. And so he said it like five times. And I said, Hey man. You gonna put twenty fours on your Baruch when you get home? So, now listen, I'm just saying. I got, I, I said you gonna put twenty fours in your Baruch, and he's like, "This is exactly what he said." He said Baruch ten times, and I said, "Hey, you gonna put those twenty fours in your Baruch when you get home?" And he's like, "Well, you trying to make fun of me because I can't say my R's?" And I'm like, "Hold up, bro. No, completely not. Because you, you, 
you can really actually say your R's a lot because yeah. you're putting an R where there's not even an R. <laughs> not even like you're the best R sayer <laughs> I know. So I'm completely not making fun of you because you can't say your R's. I'm saying them because you, you, you say your R's really good. That's what I said. Yeah. I mean, were you jealous at that point? No, but like, <laughs> I don't want to drive that Baruch. <laughs> After you put those 24s on, you might have. Yeah, he was dead serious. I'm like, I'm not making fun of you because you can't say your R's. You say them a lot. That's like uh, the war. Sh- I mean, that was the same as, you know, uh, white. It's not white. It's white. They add like three H's in there. Uh, the refrigerator was an ice box. It was never a refrigerator. Yeah, well, same same yeah. grandma and grandpa. That it was a hundred percent ice box. Yeah, yeah, it was. There was no refrigerator. But by the way, I I I don't know if you probably didn't hear this, but I interviewed my grandpa one time uh, Ooh, a long cool. time ago, and I put that one on YouTube. But back then, they, it was it literally was an ice box. Like oh yeah, because uh, he told the story that they go to town. I forget how often, I don't, however long a block of mm-hmm. ice lasts, but they go to town and they get this gigantic ice block, and that's what they put in the refrigerator. Yeah, like, I've be- seen uh, actually the auction that I was talking about um, with you earlier. They had an old um, like Coke freezer. Yeah, uh, you know, but there was obviously no cords in that, and that's all you did is you put ice in a certain part of it, and then. Your beverages and, you know, the top part. I would hate to be the ice man back then. Oh, my goodness gracious. How much do you think an ice block weighs? Like a stupid, <laughs> I like mean, 75 pounds? 100%. You got to throw it back out every time. By the way, you said the auction, and it, and it drew my attention. You guys can't see it, but in this room, he has he has stuff. He, we're very similar in the fact that, that I have stuff that I've had my whole life that I think is valuable. Even, I don't care if it is or it's not, or I don't 100%. care if you like it or not. I think it is. And, uh, he has like a, a an old Japanese Plinko machine. You thought price is right. And Vin Plinko, I'm looking at this. I said, man, what is this? There's even more planks on it. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what it does, but it's, it looks like it's a hang on the wall Plinko machine. See, I'm a hoarder and I don't even know what it is, but it was so cool and nobody was bidding on it. I was like, I want that. I want to put it in my man cave. Well, and so do you go to auctions a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, they, uh, what do they call them? What are the auctions called? Not real estate auctions, but the... Uh, I mean, there's estate auctions, uh, antique auctions. No, what am I looking for, man? What do they call it? The auctions. Uh, estate auctions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Estate auctions. That's what I, was, mm-hmm. I think I was saying. Like, do you go to those often? Yep, yep. Uh, so, I used to go to uh, a Skytook auction. So, for people who aren't in Oklahoma, Skytook's, you know, about 30 minutes away from Tulsa, probably. Yeah. Um, and they did it every Monday and I went to that. So I got started with auctions cause my grandparents used to take me, um, when I was almost probably about my daughter's age, um, eight, nine years old. Uh, and then when I was able to drive, I just got hooked. Did you ever try to flip it and make money? Uh, yeah. Did you? Uh, well like, eh, let me backtrack. I said I'm a hoarder and that's why I call myself a hoarder because, <laughs> I buy stuff with the intent to flip it. He's like, I can't sell it. This may be worth $9,000 tomorrow. And that's exactly why. I bought it for 40. It may be worth 9,000. That's exactly why. I have, I have a 1929 or so Schwinn. And maybe I got the date wrong. It's something like that. Uh, same thing. Nobody was bidding on it. I thought it was stinking cool and I bought it and it's, it's in my way 
literally all the time. I bought it with the intent to flip, and I can't. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if you know, but uh, the Bozo Show, if you know what that is, um, they, he, he's twenty eight. He doesn't know. Yeah, I don't the know. Bozo Show. They would give away Schwinn bicycles. I, I don't remember. I think it's if you could, um, if you could make it in the sixth bucket, you throw a ping pong ball in six mm-hmm. buckets. I think you got a Schwinn bicycle. I think that was like the big See, prize. I think, and I, I guarantee you, if somebody kept that, kept it in good condition, you know, they're sitting on a gold mine on that Schwinn. A hundred percent, dude. We we should put, we should put. What should we put? <laughs> a paint job? How do you, how how are you gonna resell it? What do we? It's what, in what like perfect condition. It is right now. Yeah, that's why I bought it because I was like, "How is nobody bidding on this thing?" It's the original. T- everything's original on it. You say original title? Is that what you're about no, to say? Tires. <laughs> He's like, "It's original title. It's a one owner, <laughs> a, a one rider." Yeah, uh, one no, rider. I mean, I had the original. You know, everything that you would look for in an antique bike, it m- checked all the boxes. Oh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! So. <laughs> Like, do you have a criteria for antique bikes? You're like, when I buy antique bikes, I like to see original tires. I have one rider. No, a hundred percent. One rider. No, not I want one rider. Pin stripe is still there. <laughs> but yes, original paint job job is massively important. The tires are important. Uh, if it has some kind of you know rack on the back or the front, and it still has that, that's important. The Handlebars. original tires. Yes. Do you know what the original tires from night? You couldn't even set on the thing. <laughs> Like I said, I think I got the date wrong. I'd have to relook it up um, because it's a special, like you know, Tour de France edition or something like that. Hold up, I'm not now. I mean, you think the the pro bike riders are riding a Schwinn? No, I. Think, what if they were? Well, that would be absolutely insane. But what I think if they were? I think Schwinn like when the de France when the de France started <laughs> in like the 40s or 20s or 30s. You think they were swinging it out? Like I, I think that they tried to make a push how, for it. How bad would that suck? Because now they got like thirty-seven gears, and they just oh yeah, they low spin it. But Schwinn has a chain, yeah, a chain and pedals, yeah. And if you get don't up that wanna, hill, one hundred percent, get up that hill, you better stand up on that bike and get to pushing. Yeah, no steroids back then either. Uh, well, uh, you think they were doing that in the thirties? Yeah, the thirties. I mean, they surely had some kind of equivalent. Well, if you know from listening to the show, I don't ever research anything. When no, we don't need to. When did when did when do you think steroids started? Couple guys, I'm assuming because I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I I wouldn't even begin to even guess. You know, they were just sitting around. I mean, like, yeah, where were they at? Well, I don't know. Even those muscle guys back in the day. Well, you remember like the bodybuilders mm-hmm. in the fifties? They looked like me now without a gut, like no chest definition, <laughs> tiny arms. <laughs> They just suck their gut in, like they would. They would. They would suck their gut in so hard where you could see the rib cage. Oh yeah, that was the bodybuilders mm-hmm. back then. With the fake spray tan, did they have that back then? I don't think. If they didn't, I I bet they had steroids. I don't think back then. I don't think they tanned. I don't think that was a thing they did for for bodybuilding competition. Like in the forties and fifties, I don't think they tanned. I'm gonna do something against the rules and just see if Google knows uh, when steroids came out. And what is it going to say, like the 1700s or something? (laughs) What's it say? And somebody has Googled this because when I typed in when did ST, that was the first thing. 1935 in Germany was used to treat medically uh, depressed people. 
So how they figured out, like, you know. That, hold up. She, the, it was used to treat medically depressed people. Mm-hmm. In Germany. Get, get, they started getting bigger. They felt better about themselves. Uh, uh, worked. Like, well, who was the first? Look at the self-esteem shoot through the roof. <laughs> who was the first person that n- noticed it? They were depressed. They they took some steroids, and then what, they just go, I don't know what they did in 1935. Well, then they killed people because they had road rage. True. Like, they, <laughs> I feel so good about myself. Ah <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, and then something little bitty just ticked them off and they just started freaking out. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So it started in Germany? That's what it said. Germany, 1935. Mm. I knew it had been around for a while. Well. I, I just kind of assumed. But. Yeah, but like bodybuilders wise, I don't know. You see those. Uh, yeah, that is true. Those guys were tiny. Weren't they? I mean, compared to now, they were tiny. Uh, well, yeah. Well, now those people are openly using steroids. So of course, you know they're much bigger nowadays than they were. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when it became mainstream. Uh, if there's any kids that uh, listen, do not do drugs. Yeah, drugs are not cool. What are you talking about? Steroids? Yeah. Bodybuilders would probably tell you like they're not real. They're drugs. not really drugs. <laughs> it's just an HGH. Yeah. Uh, they're just enhancers. I'm not addicted. I swear. Yeah, a lot of people, that's weird that you say that. A lot of people think that I do steroids because of how fit I am, and I actually don't even do them. I thought that when I initially met you. I said, yeah. I think this guy might be roided up. I don't know if I want to become friends with him. A lot of people say that. Yeah. And then they get to know me, and I'm like, no, I don't even. It's all natural. Yeah, it's all natural. I don't even do it. They started in the 30s, and I've been avoiding it since then. <laughs> it's been tempting, but, uh, you know, I took the clean path. Yeah, I'm always... uh clean guy i'm actually not clean this you know um (laughs) i'm actually not clean (laughs) no because because i've been mowing this is weird i I just did this today i like when i get done mowing like i take baths every day Mm -hmm. like of course i do i don't go to bed but uh and and then i get out and like i scrub my skin because Mm -hmm. i uh, I don't weed eat anymore. I probably said that last week. I don't weed eat anymore without pants on because I uh, look like a crackhead. Because yeah. it's like it hits the, like just little <laughs> sores on your leg. Like I look like I invented meth. <laughs> so I don't do that anymore. But I, I, I now wear pants. But I get home. I take a shower every day. I scrub my ankles, legs every day. I was looking today. I had my shoes off and I'm looking at my feet. I'm like, but I scrub my feet though, like the top part. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm just riding, uh, I'll wear like slides, you know? Like, oh my goodness. Not when I'm not when I weed you, but, it was mm-hmm. but still dirt gets on you. It blows up in the mm-hmm. air. It's like, I'm not, it's like, I'm, I can't get it off. <laughs> like You're going to have to get a, um, a foot spa and then I will find an essential oil for you to put in there to make sure those puppies get clean. That you can't. <laughs> it's I mean, I know you told me you believe in them, but no, no, it's not even a thing you believe because it it it's, it just works. You mentioned back in the Jesus days they were using this stuff, and you're just telling me that just oh, I'm just saying that's work. what I'm saying that's what people say. Well, surely there's some evidence. Of essential oils? Yes. Listen, I don't know what the base ingredient is, but there is a base ingredient in every one of them. Because you can tell me it's lemon or cinnamon or spearmint or whatever, but it still has that, I, that hint 
of whatever it is. I bet you when we get out of this I think man it's cave. Thieves. I think thieves. I think no, they mix no, thieves no, with everything. No, no, no. I bet you when we get out of this man cave, I will pull two essential oils. Oh, God. Two totally different ones and have you smell them. Not, and I know for sure you're going to say they'll smell different. Not, I know it. Oh, listen, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not cutting them off. I'm just saying, um, you remember when I was at my friend's house, mm-hmm. his wife pulled down 97 different oils, like smell this one and smell this. And one. unfortunately it was the brand that I had. And I went through all of it and it, I, it smelled horrible, but I was actually, I wasn't even nice about it. Like <laughs> I was, that was why she was making me smell them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you like this one? I'm like, no, it's gross. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I felt the same way. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe you, you know what essential oil they need to. Same thing with your grandpa on the bar soap. You know what essential oil they need uh, to have. They need to invent what Old Spice Swagger. They just need to put Old Spice Swagger in a thing. What's ama- What's amazing is that it's this regular soap. It's not organic. It's not. It's probably not healthy. But every time I wear it, Old Spice Swagger. People are like, you smell good. It's and I don't. So I grew up in an era. Uh, maybe someone out there can relate. Where when I was in middle school, and we were just now putting on, you know, deodorant and Axe. cologne. <laughs> oh, did the, I get our to locker it? rooms? Like yeah, Axe? you couldn't breathe. <laughs> like uh, there's gonna be something that comes out probably uh, when I'm 60 that said, hey, if you use Axe body spray, you probably need to go see a doctor. What's funny is that I threw out Axe just like 100. percent That's where you were going. Yes. Then. Yes, it smelled so bad. But then in Old Spice, you know, had their own version of the stinky body sprays. Yeah. But then when they came out with Swagger, it was, you know, incredible. Uh, listen, I, I I meant to talk about this this week and because I'm here with you. and, and uh, But I got to talk about it because I'm, I'm just going to tell you. Mm-hmm. So this, this past week was the Oklahoma Insurance Conference. Woo! Yeah, so... Um, I got on stage like there was this guy and uh, what, what he calls himself a mentalist. I don't know. I, I had to look it up. So if, if there's a gap period or whatever, I don't remember exactly what I was saying. So I, so I got on stage at the Oklahoma insurance conference and this guy was a mentalist. It was Sean bot. That's his name. So you know how, when magicians call people up on stage, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're just in the audience, you don't know if it's real. You don't know if it's rigged or yeah, whatever. scripted or whatever. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes, you know, because of the age of the internet, you find out how to do certain tricks. They're in on it. Like yeah. somebody in on it. So so, he's a mentalist, and he was saying what people were writing down or whatever. Like he was coming up with it in his head. So he's scanning the audience, and he's like, "Okay, who am I looking for next?" And I, I held my hand up just like a, a slight way. I didn't, I didn't raise it high. I just like really, just barely. Yeah. And so he, he as he was scanning, he saw me. So he's like, you? you Because I put my hand down really fast. Yeah. I didn't keep it up. So he's like, you? You want to come up here? And I was like, sure. So I get on stage. Um, he asked me what's my favorite movie. There were four people. He had this whole thing, right? It's like it's all. A, a routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He asked me what's my favorite movie. Now, what I was looking for when I got on stage, I, I like looked up to see if there were cameras. I was looking around, somebody behind me. I don't know if this lady beside me, if she's in on it. I don't know. But I know I'm not. That, that's why I raised my hand. <clears throat> so he starts talking. These other two people get on stage. Uh, I forget what he asked them. Uh, whatever it was. I don't remember. But he got it right. 
So he gets to me, no, and I'm not part of the act. Well, he said, what's your favorite movie? I wrote down Rambo. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where this is going to sound a little nerdy, and it's going to make me sound dumb, and I and I don't. <laughs> so my favorite movie is Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite movie. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if Forrest Gump has one or two R's. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. As soon as you hesitated, I said, I, I bet you he didn't know yeah. if Forrest Gump had two R's. I, I still don't. Does it have two I, R's? I have no, I have no clue. I'm, I think it's one, but I, I didn't get I don't college. know if it has one or two R's. I have I no have idea. Absolutely no clue. So I I didn't write it on the paper because I don't know if like it's going to be on the big screen. And I'm going to look stupid. So like I didn't, so I didn't, I didn't write it down. And so I'm like, mm, Rambo. I can't blow that. <laughs> One of the easiest <laughs> names yeah. to spell. Yeah, I can't blow that. Yeah. So the, he starts talking, and then here's what he says. He's like, oh, he said, which hand do you write with? And I write with both. So he's like, which hand do you write with? And I'm like, uh, either hand. And so he's like, uh, which one do you mainly write with? I was like, um, left. And so he said, okay, left. No, let's do right. Like that's what he said, yeah. just like that. And so I, so I held my right hand out, and he would start talking. And he said, "When I start speaking, your hand's going to move a certain way. And it's going to tell me." Well, by the way, I was staring at my hand when he was talking. I wasn't even looking at him. My hand never moved <laughs> at all because I because he did somebody else earlier, and their hand their hand actually was moving. So they were probably in on it. Yeah, maybe because their hand were actually they, they were actually moving. So like I stared at my own hand when he's asked me questions. My hand never moved at all. And other people were staring at my hand. So they were like, you didn't move your hand. Yeah. But he started saying, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he's, he started saying, um, <laughs> okay, uh, is it in the 2000s, the 90s? And he went the 80s? Oh, 80s. But he's acting like he's staring at my hand. My hand never moved. Yeah. He said 80s. When he started saying 80s, I started. No, he started with what kind of movies. Like, mm-hmm. is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Action. No, it's action for sure. My hand never moved. Yeah. So I don't, still don't know. Like, is there a camp? Like, is somebody standing behind yeah. me? I'll get it. Because my hand didn't move. So it's like action. Hmm. What year? 2000s? Was it 90s? 80s? 80s. And he said it like that, and I started laughing. Now you'd say the laugh gave it away. No, because he was already he was already dwindling it down yeah, to the eight. Yeah, he had already got it to that point. Yeah, like so I knew I I don't know how he knew. So I'm not I'm not baffled by it. You could get online right now, probably in YouTube, and mm-hmm. figure out how they do it. But like I don't, so I don't know. But he anyway. So he's like, okay, it's not Rocky. He's like. It's Rambo. Uh, so he's like, is that right? And I'm like, yes. You should have been like, well, technically, yeah, my favorite movie is Before all that, Gump. his first question to get to know me in front of the stage is like, tell me something interesting about you. Like, oh, I've got a podcast. That's the, the, you know, that's the way to do it. That's all I said. Plug it. And he said, that's it? Like, what's the <laughs> podcast? So then I started talking about the podcast, yeah. like on the stage. Uh, but anyway, that, that's the story, though. So I, I got off stage. <clears throat> Honestly, had that just happened alone, I wouldn't have talked about being on stage. I've been on stage a thousand times, mm-hmm. you know, like from doing comedy shows. Like, so it's not, it's not like I got on stage. The yeah. Like I didn't, the reason I'm talking about it now, cause this happened. <clears throat> he, he wasn't done with Zach. There was like 20 more minutes. So a couple more people got up, um, but his act ended and the CEO of the big eye, 
you know, conference in Oklahoma, she was walking on stage. Well, I was about to pee my pants. So I, I went out in the hallway just cause I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right when, right when I'm walking outside, he's coming from the other direction and we, we meet each other in the middle of the hallway. Like I see him in the hall. It's only me and him. Yeah. That's it. Now what's cool is he, he said, Hey, what's that podcast? Cause I want to listen to it. Oh, that's cool. So, so I told him and, um, he's like, yeah, man, that's cool. He's like, what, what equipment are you using? So it was like, he was really interested mm-hmm. in what equipment I use. Uh, but because, uh, he travels a lot and he wants to do a podcast, but he wants to know, he was like trying to get mm-hmm. Intel as far as what he should be using. But then he changed his voice to like stage sounding voice. Yeah. It's only me and him, uh, only me and him in the hallway. And he's like, he's like, let me ask you. Like he, he, he started, he uses a stage voice. Yeah. So I already thought, like thought it was a little weird, but he's like, let me ask you. He asked me four questions. I, I don't even remember the questions. I, if I think really hard, I could, but he asked yeah. me four questions. And then he said, you know, I wrote this down before I got on stage tonight. He's like, and, uh, and he pulled out a piece of paper with the answers to all four of the questions that I answered. Now, I don't know what he did on stage. He could have had a helper. Either could be cameras. That lady beside me could have queued him up or whatever. It was me and him in the hallway. I have no idea. I, I don't know what he did now. What? Now hold up. Now I'm not trying to act like, uh, he's David Blaine and I got my mind blown. I, I mean, there's obviously some kind of gimmick to, I don't know what it is. What do I think he did? What, what do I maybe think he did? That's what I think. I don't want to give it away, but I don't know. And he didn't tell me. Yeah. So, cause I'm looking, I'm like, I didn't like fall down. And be like, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, do yeah. that because I, like I said, you probably get on YouTube and figure yeah. out how they're doing it. You you want to know what I really think? That's what let I me think. guess. Well, let me guess. Right. Yeah. Well, let me just ask you. Did. So you wrote it down, correct? I didn't like, write anything down. Oh, so he asked you four questions. As a matter of fact, let me give you a little more detail so you can try to guess it. So he's like, he started asking me these four questions. He's like, let me get on my phone. So he was acting like he was typing it into mm-hmm. his phone. He's like, just so they get this correct. So I, he held his phone up in the air and he was like typing on his phone. Yeah. All right. Now ask me your so, question. Cause well, I'm going to tell you what I think. So how did you, so he just asked you a question and you answer it in your head. No, I said it out loud. Uh, and then he was acting like he was typing it into his phone. He's like, I just want you to know, I wrote this down before, and he pulled this piece of paper out of his pocket. Uh, I have no guess. All right, what do I think he was doing? I think he was writing in his pocket. I think he was writing what I was saying in his pocket, but he had held his phone up in the air, so I was like staring at the phone, and I think he was probably writing in his pocket. Now, why do I say that? Because when he pulled the piece of paper out, uh, the penmanship was terrible. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was horrible. Uh, but what 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 would be? I'm still not. I'm still not acting like it was horrible. Like it was kind of a cool thing. But his penmanship was terrible. I, so so you think that he did that, assuming that he was just going to bump into somebody after the show and be like, "Hey, no, look because at what I can no, do." No, because they would have had to. They would have had to, um, answer the same way I did. So it's not like he just wrote those things down before. Oh, so you only think that he had one? I think he was writing it down when I was asking him, but I think he was doing it in his pocket. I I understand that, but I'm saying so. He asked three other people questions, correct? In the hallway? No, no, no. On stage. Oh, four total. Four total. So me. that's what I'm saying. So do you think that he wrote down 
four individual pieces of paper in his pocket, hoping to bump into one of them after the show on stage. I think he had written, written these things down, I think in his pocket for the first two, but for me, oh, the Rambo thing had nothing. Cause that was, I got you. I wrote it down on the paper, but the, but the lady beside me wrote down her answer. She was the fourth mm-hmm. and she set that book down on the stage. He didn't get the papers. Oh, I see, I see. I see. So I don't know what he did. I don't know That's, how he got it. I have no idea. I mean, obviously it's an act. He does it all over the country. Well, for sure. And the like you said, the phone thing, you know, that's what they do is try to get you focused on something so then you don't see, you know, what's going on. Yeah, he calls himself a mentalist. But that's like magician tricks. 100%. Like slide hand stuff. But I don't know. I mean, look, I, let's assume that he wasn't writing down his paper. Let's assume it's some kind of miracle that mm-hmm. he did it. He's, he needs to work on his penmanship. <laughs> he has, like, doctor handwriting? Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> If he wrote that down before the show started, <laughs> not in his own pocket, and he's was like, he's you, yeah, bro, you gotta, you're gonna have to get those uh, those big chief tablets and start writing your words better, letters. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that's anyway. That's what I think. Um, I believe. Um, just let me just double check this really, really, really fast. Um, if my calculations are correct, they were ahead by enough points to have just closed out uh, the game. But the Miami Heat just beat the Celtics 109 to 103 to take a 2 1 series lead. All right, listen. For, so, for anybody that doesn't know, like, with the, I mean, there's a video too, but uh, for anybody that doesn't see these things, uh, he's <laughs> Layton's wearing a Miami. Miami Vice edition, yeah, yeah. Miami Heat hat. Um, it was limited. You probably don't have it, but I do. Same. I Listen, I'm glad that you have the hat because you like them, but I, I wouldn't have bought that limited edition hat. I'm not a Heat fan. By the way, there's a Miami Heat uh, blanket in the background. He's a Heat fan. I don't know why. Uh, probably because he's 28 and Heat won a championship. He got on the bandwagon and they won one. 2006, and I was watching before that. And if you want to know the story, you can you were politely, a Heat fan. Hold on. You can politely <laughs> ask me why I'm a Heat fan. <laughs> okay, well, why are you a Heat fan? Because they won a championship when you're no. a kid. It's fine. No. There's a lot of Buffalo Bills no, fans no, running around no, here, no, and I'm a hardcore no, no, Bills no, fan. No, no, so everybody no. now that Josh Allen and they're good, now you see they hats. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, no, Dwayne Wade who was their shooting guard. Uh, I watched it. I was never really into uh, basketball. I was only 100% uh, college football, uh, OU. And I watched this. I It was in March Madness, and I watched this, you know, at the time I was a kid, but I watched this kid, um, now that I'm older, uh, on TV, uh, Dwayne Wade, play for Marquette, and he was, blew my mind. Average, he was average. No, blew my mind. Uh, so then I started paying attention to him. I saw that he got drafted by the Heat, and since then, uh, as he got drafted, I watched the whole way so through. So you're telling me that you were a Heat fan before they won a championship? Yes. And before LeBron got there, before they won uh, the two, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go with what you're telling me right now. I swear. I'm fine with it. I'm going to go with what you're telling they me. They won a championship <laughs> in 2006. So let me tell you And this. they had lost uh, to doubt. Da- I mean, I, I can go back in my memory. I watched the games. Listen, I'm fine. Um, there's a, just so you know, Dwayne Wade, he has a shoe and it's the, and I want it a lot. Like I want it a lot and it's not an American shoe. No, it's, yeah, it's the uh, Chinese something shoe, I of Wade, something of yeah, Wade. Yeah, Wade of Wade. I want that shoe. It's, mm-hmm. the, he makes he, the coolest shoe. He just released the new one uh, last week, I believe, and they're, they're sick. You can get them on Amazon. I'm going to beat you to it. 
And I like them. I'll order a pair what, tonight before you what, do. What you don't know is that I've been looking at those shoes for about like four months. But see, I see. I knew years ago. My personal style, though, is not to wear. If it's not like low top oh, athletic yeah, yeah, shoes, yeah. I don't. I don't. That's not my style. Yeah. But, but I still know when the shoes are cool. And one hundred percent. Those things are awesome. Yeah, they're really really cool, yeah. and they have different colorways, and they're not you know crazy. They're not. I think I think they're cheaper than Jordans are. Um, they're not, they're not, uh, there's like two fifty. We don't check. We don't fact check, but, uh, we'll, we'll they're check. like two fifty. No, they're not. They are. Uh, maybe specific ones. Yeah. The one, the one, I the want ones that you want, of yeah. course. <laughs> I mean, look at that chain. You have expensive taste. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> I got a gold chain on. Uh, and by the way, I don't, I never even asked if it was real gold, but, but <laughs> before this started, Layton's like, put this chain on. And uh, it weighs like ten pounds. Yes. So I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's probably something. Uh, yeah. Was unless I wanted to uh, drop like a a house payment on it, uh, it's they're not real diamonds, but the the gold is certified. Uh, look, I'm fine with it. I I'm fine if they're not. I mean, it looks fabulous on you. Just say they're Waterford crystals. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love Waterford crystals. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, listen. Um, you know we're we're nearing the forty eight minute mark, and I I, I got to be honest, I, we probably sat here for three hours. It felt like we've been doing this for ten minutes. Yeah, we I said, can't believe probably sat here like three hours. Yeah, but, uh, uh, just so you know, also with uh, some of his collectible items that that he's uh, garnered over the years, we roll up and he's got this uh, he's got this Pete Rose uh, these two cars. Oh, are you gonna expose me? Well, he's like he's like <laughs> got these Pete Rose car, got these Pete Rose cards. He's like uh, I don't. I, who is Pete Rose? No, I no, I didn't say that. I said I know you close your podcast with this, so you may know more than me. And then we kind of went from there. I, so I he's got he, Pete I, Rose I, cards. I only knew him as a manager. He he was a player manager, and I found that out. You educated me. Anyway, listen, guys, we're gonna go. Uh, the, we'll, we'll we'll end this show here. Uh, Pete Rose, uh, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, everybody. And uh, I appreciate you being on this show. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's not going to be the last time. Uh, Listen, uh, love everybody, and uh, have a good week.